Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of The Bad Broadcast. My name is Maddie. I'm your host, blah, blah, blah. You guys know. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here and I'm so happy to be sitting here in a corner of my apartment recording my voice for your ear holes. This is like really the greatest part of my life is doing this podcast and talking to you guys and interacting with you and feeling like I have friends. It's weird because sometimes you guys will message me and be like, can we be friends? And I'm like, I don't know what you think we're doing. We are friends. We are friends. What if we're not, if you don't consider us friends, I'm in a real bad position because I think that I have a lot of friends. And if you're telling me we aren't friends yet, that means I don't have as many friends as I thought. And that really, really bums me out. So yes, we are friends. And I'm so grateful to be here Uh, right off the bat. If you haven't rated, reviewed on iTunes, please go do that. That is so, 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 so super helpful. Also posting the episode on social media and spreading the good word of, uh, we should say bad word since this is called the bad broadcast. But anyways, that is the best way to help me out. And I would appreciate it. (laughs) Um, So normally we start off episodes with Dum Dum Club check-ins. We are not doing that this week just because I have a super full episode for you guys. But I'm going to start doing Dum Dum Club episodes, I think, once a month. It just seems like a lot for every single episode. I don't know. I don't know. I can't really decide. I want to do them once a month. I'm just sort of figuring this out as I go. So I'm seeing what works, what doesn't. So we'll see how the once a month thing goes. I'm going to try that out. So not this week, um, but next week we will have an ultra full Dum Dum Club check-in. And that is where we all laugh about the things that we did not know until we were old. Man, we should have learned when we were younger. I actually, okay, I will say a st- stupid thing I did this week. So I put on my Instagram story that I just barely found out that Transylvania is not a real place. And then you guys messaged me and said, no, it is a real place. It's a region like of Germany or something. So my, I was like a double, I like doubled down on my dumbness. Because I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've always thought that. I'm so dumb. But really, I thought, what I, what am I trying to say? (laughs) But really, I had learned the right thing that Transylvania is real. But then I convinced myself that it wasn't. I didn't even Google it. Why did I not Google that before I told you guys that? It was only up on my story for like five minutes because so many people were like, Maddie, you got to take this down. This is not correct. So I don't know why. I didn't even do a light Google that is my bad. That is on me. I'm so sorry. Also, I want to touch on something about last week's episode. I forgot. Well, I almost forgot. So I don't know why I did not say this more in that episode, but a couple people messaged me about it. I also talked to my mom about it. I firmly believe this. So if you are married and you are having problems with your spouse's family, 
it is your spouse's responsibility to be an advocate for you. Like the uh, one of the stories that stuck out from last week is the 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 guy whose phone synced up with his dad's and his dad ended up with a bunch of nude photos of this kid's wife on his phone. And the dad like laughed about it and brought it up at dinner and like made the girl feel super uncomfortable. Her husband laughed about it. I, I, like I don't know why I did not stay on this more, but that is a big husband no-no. Okay? Come for me if you want, but that is exactly how I feel. If your dad makes your wife uncomfortable, that is your job to be there for your wife and make sure she's not in a situation where she's uncomfortable. Like that is, I I feel so bad. There's so many people who are like, my in-laws are super mean to me and my husband doesn't stick up for me. And I'm like, how? No. So if you're listening, husbands or spouses of Uh, people who struggle with your family. Like it is your job. It is not their job. Okay. I I do firmly believe that obviously every situation is different. Every family is different, different dynamics, different siblings, parents, whatever, all of that. But in most of the time when your family is doing something to hurt your spouse, you need to stick up for them. Okay. Like, I think that's, I think that's a fair, fair assessment. Um, as I was saying that, I had another thought come to mind, but I am sure it will pop up into my brain in a moment. But for now, let's just get into our topic for the day. Um, our topic today is dating app disasters, or I don't know, what's another word that's, let me let me think, what am I going to call this episode? Dating app uh, dumps, dating app, dating app in the dumps, dating in the dumps, Uh I don't know. I don't know why I said dump so many times. I am so incredibly sorry. Anyways, we're talking about dating apps today. We're going to go over some ground rules throughout this episode. Um, You guys really, really make me nervous. I mean, I read these stories sometimes and I think that you need to A, learn self-defense, B, not say yes to every date. That is a big thing. You guys think that you have to say yes to every date. Why? 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 Tell me this. Okay, so a guy asks you out on an app or whatever. He asks you out. You kind you don't like him at all. You are bugged by him. You don't like anything about him. And you're like, well, I just feel like I should give him a chance. Okay, well, keep in mind that if you give him a chance, uh, okay, hold on. Let me back up. This is what I'm trying to say. Why would you want the person you end up with to start off as somebody who grosses you out. Does that make sense? Like, why would you want your love story to start off that way? If a guy approaches you and wants to ask you out and you genuinely find yourself grossed out by him, don't say yes. If you feel nervous around him, if you think he's not a safe person to be with, don't say yes. Whoa, (laughs) my voice cracked because I'm so passionate about it. There's all of these this is what gets me really fired up. So there's all of these Instagram accounts and all of these parody accounts and meme accounts and blah, blah, blah about the ways that girls bail on dates. Like that girls always text last minute and say, oh, something came up. I can't go. Sorry. And they're so like, it's all of these incels that are so hurt by the fact that this girl doesn't want to go on a date with you. And they do these meme accounts making fun of girls who bail. You know what? That's your problem. That's your problem, okay? That is your fault. If a girl is if girls are bailing on you consistently, that is not 
a female problem. That is your problem. That means you are doing something and that makes that makes women feel uncomfortable. That means that something about your online presence, she's showing her friends and her friends are saying you cannot go make up an excuse. Like there is something like that is something you need to look at. Stop making fun of girls who want to bail on dates. They might not feel safe. They might not feel comfortable. And that is not their fault. That's yours. Okay. I'm saying that I'm saying that's not their fault. Your by yours. I mean, the guy who's getting bailed on. Okay, so just stop. Stop like shaming girls for saying, oh my gosh, last minute uh, girls night. My friend just got broken up with. Sorry. You should say, okay, that's obviously not true because it's not. If she wanted to hang out with you, she would find a way. We say this about men. I think it's the same for women. If she wants to see you, she will make it work. If she wants to go on a date and her friend got dumped and is begging her to stay home, but she really likes you, she will she will go with you. Like, it's not that hard to figure out, okay? I don't even know if that made sense. Honestly, I didn't eat anything for a, like a few hours this morning, and I felt myself like slowly turning to dust, and then I had a huge lunch. So I'm feeling like I'm on the up and up, but my brain is also still turning on. Good thing it's 4 p.m. Wow. Well, let's get into it, shall we? I have a lot of stories. We have a whole smorgasbord of 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 experiences. We've got some t- bad bios, conversations, stories on dates. If it has to do with a dating app, we are going to talk about it today. So, let's go. Let's start with story number one. This story is not about me, but every time I think about it, I cry laughing, so I thought I'd share. My siblings and I were up at my grandma's cabin for the weekend, which is in a very small time, well, very small town. I think I got a little bit of an accent when I said small town. Okay, which is in a very small town, like the kind of small town that is in the middle of nowhere and almost everyone is somehow related. And my older brother, who is constantly swiping on his dating apps, got up from the dinner table and said, I'm going to meet up with some friends. All of us were like, Uh, how do you know people in this area? After some pestering, he fessed up saying he actually had a date with this girl he met on Mutual two years ago, two years ago, that's important, two years, and has been talking to ever since. This would be the first time meeting in person, and she happened to live only 30 minutes away in a neighboring small town. So he gets ready and leaves, and the rest of us play some games while he's gone. Fast forward a few hours, he walks through the front door smiling, and we all ask him how the date was, and he didn't give clear answers, but we could tell he really liked her. And then my grandma asked in the sweetest voice, what's the girl's name again? I wonder if I know her. He tells her, let's call her Ashley Johnson. And she responds after choking a bit on her water, also in the same sweet voice, Aw, sweetie, she is a really great girl, but Ashley is also your cousin. His face turned bright red, and the rest of us could not stop laughing for the rest of the weekend. Turns out it was a second cousin, which is definitely better than a first, but still way too close. It's unclear if they kissed on the date because he refuses to tell us, but either way, he was virtually dating his cousin for two years. Two years. Do you guys get that? He has been, quote unquote, talking to, you guys know, I know you all do that. I know you guys like don't date each other. You just sit and talk to each other. It's the weirdest. Talking to somebody for two holy years. I am shaken. How in two years do you not have that conversation? How? I feel like that should happen in the first like week and a half, maybe, like extended family. That's when you get into extended family. I'm not well. I'm not well. And also, they definitely kissed. 
Because if they didn't kiss, he would say that. But if he's not telling you, then he obviously kissed her. Like, that's a no-brainer. It's just like how when guys say, okay, this is a dating app rule. When guys say they're 5'11", they're 5'9", okay? Because if they were actually 5'11", they would round up to 6 foot like Matt does. And he's actually 5'11", and he can get away with saying 6 foot. If they say 5'11", they know they cannot get away with saying 6 foot. So they are 5'9". That is not my own uh, analysis. I heard that somewhere. I don't know where, but I just want to... I want to absolve myself and say, I've been saying absolve way too much lately. I just want to say, I did not think of that, but I stand by it. If it says 5'11", he's 5'9". Okay. Wow. I'm, I'm really sorry that you dated your cousin or that your brother dated your cousin. Okay. Next story. Hi, Maddie. I, why did I include that? You guys did not need to know that she said, hi, Maddie. Um, I, okay, before I start this story, I do want to say, you guys say some of the saddest stuff in these emails. Like some of, somebody emailed me, I hope you're listening, because I did see it where you were like, I've submitted for every single one and I've never been picked. I'm so sorry. I really am. If you're out there, I love you and I want you to keep submitting them. Some of these are just so shocking that I can't pass them up. It doesn't mean that your story wasn't shocking. It just means that these happen to move up on the list. And I'm so sorry. And I feel like an intense guilt when people end their email with like, I really hope you use this. It would mean a lot to me. And I'm like, shoot, now I don't know what to do. So please know that I do read every email and I love every email. And I'm so grateful for all of your submissions. And I'm sorry that I can't use all of them. But some of these are just next level that I have to set time aside for them. So let's get back into it. She says, I've downloaded and re-downloaded all kinds of dating apps and have never had any luck with them. I literally don't know how people actually find their spouses on them, LOL. A little background to the picture I've attached. I'll tell you guys what it's what it is. Earlier this year, when I decided to try dating apps again, I put in my bio that I'm a psychology major so I can psychoanal- psychoanalyze your family for fun. Kind of a creepy thing to say now that I think about it. <laughs> thus, thus, thus came this message in the is thus the right word there. I mean, is it? Thus came this message in the pic I've attached. The funny thing is that the second message didn't come for like 10 or 15 minutes after the first one. So at first I was like, what? So what the screenshot says. So yeah, like she was saying, she's put in her bio that she could psychoanalyze people. She gets a message from a guy that just says, anal me. (laughs) Just says, anal me. And then the next story or the next sentence which she said came like 15 minutes later he said oh i meant analyze sorry (laughs) oh i don't think he did i don't think he did but you know whatever so next i have a few screenshots you guys sent me i love screenshots i love them they boost my serotonin tenfold so this first screenshot, she it's a message that she sent. And she says, sorry for the late response. I ended up cleaning, doing laundry, and helping my mom out with a few things. We should go out soon, though. What does the rest of your week look like? Plans Wednesday? Totally nice and normal. She couldn't go out one night. She obviously wanted to see him again because she followed up with, what does the rest of your week look like? He says, hey, no problem. Yeah, that would be good. We should go out. I might be busy Wednesday, though. He says, again, another message from him. Also, 
To be honest, I really am getting burnt out of traveling to Salt Lake just to meet up with a stranger for an hour. It's a lot of driving for me, and it needs to be worth the trip. I don't know what you're looking for, but I'm looking for something more serious, and if we did go out, I would want it to be more of a serious thing. I also am burnt out of telling my basics so many times, so maybe we can discuss those over messages or something like that, and I want someone to date for an unexpected... Wait, and I want to date... Let's see. And I want to date me for an unexpected reason rather than what I say or what my attributes are. I hope that makes sense. Okay, I'm going to be totally honest. This is my first time reading that all the way through. So what he's saying, he's, okay, first of all, he's burnt out of traveling. So I don't know why a 40-minute drive is considered traveling, but okay, go off. So he doesn't like driving for 40 minutes to get somewhere. He wants it to be more serious. Um, he's burnt out of telling his basics. Uh, welcome to dating, buddy. What do you mean you're sick of telling your basics? Like you're sick of telling people like your parents' names? I don't get it. Like get over it. Maybe we can discuss those over messages or something like that. Okay, so what? Oh, okay. I want someone. Okay, I read that. I probably read that wrong. I want someone to date me for an unexpected reason rather than what I say or what my attributes are. Hope that makes sense. No. It doesn't make sense, buddy. Here's the thing. You don't want somebody to date you for your attributes? What does that mean? What does that mean? Your attributes are you. Your attributes are who you are as a human. What? No. No, no, no. Okay, the next screenshot. Different guy, different girl, different everything. It's a message from him. It says, If somebody's got a love for the subject and a love for the students, it usually culminates in an outstanding teacher. Okay, so she's like, must be a teacher, and he's responding to that. And then she asks him what he does. I work on a few other people's horses, but mostly just the ranch's horses. Licensing isn't an issue. I got a certificate saying I passed the course, and nobody really cares if you're licensed if you know what you're doing. Oh, wow. I'm I'm so impressed with, like, your horse grooming. It's kind of treated like being a farrier. Should I know what farrier is? Okay, I'm going to Google that really quick before you guys absolutely roast me for not knowing what something is because you guys never hold back and that's why I love you. Okay. Ah, a farrier is a craftsman who trims and shoes horses' hooves. Did that rhyme? Probably. Okay. Well, uh, he expects everybody to know what a farrier is. And if you did, I'm proud of you. So he says it's kind of treated like being a farrier. Competency, not not licensing, is the issue. Only you're called an equine 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 okay i'm sorry this i don't like that he used all these because clearly he's trying to make people feel stupid and it's working on me and i'm mad okay let's see what google says equine equine therapist or equine body works or massage therapist okay we get it so many horse words she says or no sorry he keeps going in the message So I looked up your Instagram. I just wanted to thank you for not being a dirty nasty on there. A lot of girls are just trying to turn guys on with their bodies. And it really is sickening. You dress modestly and we're super cute. It's apparent you like water though. Is that something you go and do a lot? Okay. So her response, she says, yeah, thanks. I actually dress for myself. I'm not dressing for boys, but thanks. Here's the thing. Are we about to get into modesty? Oh, shoot. Shoot. I think she is. I think she is. Let's go ahead and say this. Modesty is not real. Okay? It doesn't exist. It's it's a fake. It's fake. That is a fake thing. There is nothing real about it. If you were told at some point in your life 
that you needed to dress a certain way so that males around you did not have certain thoughts about you, that is a male problem. Okay? Okay, that is a male problem. So he's like complimenting her on being modest. He's saying that it's attractive to him that she dresses modestly, which if it is, that's great. But what he's saying is that too it's it's inconvenient for him that girls dress quote unquote immodestly. Okay? Let's go ahead and get one thing straight. You dress for you. You dress for you. And hey, guess what? Dudes, if you're listening, I'm fired up right now. You don't want to come at me about modesty because if you can't look at a girl in a tank top without having intrusive enough thoughts that you can't carry on your day, you need therapy. You need therapy. That's not normal. It is not a normal behavior to feel so distracted by a woman's shoulder that you have to ask her to dress differently. Okay? That's just, no. Modesty's fake. You don't have to dress to anyone's standards. You dress what makes you feel good and comfortable and happy. Okay? Just, it's not that hard. You can, I don't know. You guys, you guys ask me a lot. And I mean like a lot where I stand on a lot of different topics, let's say. A lot of different uh, genres of things. (laughs) And you know what? You know what we try and do, what Matt and I try and do, what what we've committed to on, you know, every single day we have this conversation. It's been a big theme of our marriage. We do what we feel best about, okay? what We don't care what anybody else says. We don't care what any, any other person says about our life, our lifestyle, our anything. We, d- we make every decision based on, if we feel good about it, if we feel like it's the right thing for us, if we feel like it's something that we want to pursue or want to, um, eh, what's the word I'm looking for? If we want to integrate, integrate it into our lives. We do it with every little thing. And you can do that too. You can be in the middle. There is a, people are going to make you think things are black and white. Okay. People want you, people want things to be black and white because that's for them. That's what that's what they're good with. They want to know which camp you're in. They want to know which side of the whatever you're on. And I'm not talking about this is with everything. This isn't with just religion or politics or like the big ones. This is about everything. It's it's not black and white. It is all there's so much gray area for you. And gray doesn't mean that you're in between deciding. You can decide to be in a gray area. With modesty, you don't have to wear, you know, like a turtleneck and long pants or only a bra and undies. Like that's not it. You don't have to decide between those two like schools of thought. You can have something in the middle. I'm in the middle on so many things. You guys don't even understand. Like I love a middle ground and I wish that more of you knew that that's an okay place to be. This wasn't really in my like outline to talk about this, but I just want you guys to know that that you don't have to cater to anybody else's idea of what your lifestyle should be. You can make every individual decision based on what's going to make you the most happy, what you want to do to fill your life with the most, you know, joy and peace and love and whatever. You can do that. So no, you don't have to you don't have to do things black in a black or white way. And I gave that up several years ago and we don't do anything that's black or white now. We have really open 
discussions. We have really open thoughts. We share everything with each other. And that's just because I think that that is a better way to live because extremes, I think, are harmful. I just, I do. I think they're harmful. I think any extreme is not healthy. Um, like anything. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's literal. I truly believe that any extreme is not a good way to live. So there's that. Um, that was weird, but I just, I, I don't know. It came up in my brain. Oh my gosh. I just got a text that I have a package in the mail room. That is the most exciting part of my day. Okay, well, now that I'm off my little soapbox, let's go on to the next screenshot. Two messages from a guy. No response. The first one says, hey, you have a beautiful smile. Uh, looks like the next day, he messaged her again and said, would you rather fight a horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Let me tell you why I included this one. I included this one because I love it. I love this, this opener. First of all, I love an obscurely specific question. Would you rather fight a horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? I also would say I definitely would want to fight a horse-sized duck. Because if you think about how many a hundred is, one hundred duck-sized horses. Also like a hundred, well, no, I mean, every horse has four hooves. I mean, we could ask this guy before the farrier, you know, what he would t decide. Wait, are all of these about horses? Okay. But uh, I like that opener. I really do. I don't think it's bad. I would, I feel like he's cool. Like if that's his opener, I'm into it. So let's get into some worse ones. This story is about the mayonnaise liquor. That's her first line. Right when I read that, I just went ahead and put it in my outline. I already knew it was going to be good. Okay. She says, a few years back, I was a student and matched with this guy on a dating app. This was one of my first dating app dates. We agreed to go to lunch and we went to this restaurant on campus where you can get sub sandwiches. No, it's not Subway. I meet this guy and I can immediately tell that this dude is just a little overly, wait, wait, a little over the socially awkward line and that I was it was going to be a painful hour of awkward conversation. We get our sandwiches and sit down to eat. I remember these sandwiches were kind of greasy because they had bacon and lots of mayo, which made for some messy hand drippage. So throughout our uncomfortable conversations, this guy was constantly licking his hands. Mm -mm. And then he finishes his sandwich. A normal person would have just crumpled up the paper uh, the sandwich came in and tossed it in the trash. Wrong. This guy proceeds to pick up the paper and lick the mayonnaise off the paper. I wanted to throw up. I want to throw up reading this. But I was also trying not to laugh hysterically at the whole situation. Then I decided I was full and didn't want my sandwich. I ate about three quarters of it and put the remainder down in the paper and was about to fold up the paper and throw it out. Then he asks me if I was going to finish my sandwich. I say no. He then reaches across the table and grabs the rest of my sandwich and eats it. I couldn't believe it. After an hour, I figured I had reached my time limit for being a respectful date and I made up an excuse about needing to leave to go study and get out of there. As I'm packing up my things, he says, you seem like a really nice person. Would you like to go out again? After calling me a nice person, I felt that I couldn't say no. So I said yes. See, guys, mm, no, you don't have to say yes to every date. You don't have to say yes to every date. Write that on your mirror. Tattoo it on your face. You don't have to say yes to every date. You don't have to be courteous to make them more comfortable when you don't have a good vibe, okay? Uh, when he texts me to go out again, I say that I've thought about it and I don't think I'm interested. Okay, so you you, you did clarify and you did tell him, so that's good, but... A lot of you just say yes to every first date and I want to punch you in the face. 
Okay, let's go right along. Uh, she sent me a few, a few little tidbits, and all of them were funny. <laughs> so first one, she says, I met a guy. It was going well. I got suspicious, so I did my normal Google search, found his mugshot. He was a domestic terrorist. A domestic terrorist. That's what she found out about him. Like, it wasn't like a past divorce or like a kid she didn't know about it. A domestic terrorist. Not a good sign. Uh, luckily, she said she screenshotted it, sent it to him, and then blocked him. Please block him on everything possible. Um, yeah. Always do. Always Google the people. Why not? Look them up on Instagram, on Facebook. Like, just Google them. It's all public record. Like, it's not that hard. Okay, the second one, she says... I we talked for a while, so it's a different guy. She did not continue to see the domestic terrorist. She says, uh, I was talking to a guy for a while, and then we went on a triple date. After we were at my friend's house, he left for a minute, came back with his guitar, and started serenading my friend's date. Then he handed out his homemade CDs. <laughs> he like, uh, what's that word? Busked? Busk? Busking? Busker? Oh, yep busker, a busker, a person who performs music or other entertainment in the street or another public place for monetary donations. Yeah, it's going to be an absolutely not from me. The last one. I went on a triple date with my friends. My date didn't show for dinner and that's fine because I'm having a great time. He turns up halfway through the movie, the movie starts spitting tobacco onto the floor and trying to climb into my seat with me. Honestly, the worst part of that is that he was trying to climb in your seat with you. What's more uncomfortable than like dates in a movie theater that you actually want to be like close to them and like cuddling with them? Because here's the thing. You're in the you're in the movie theater, okay? Say you're with a person that you really like. Do you lift up the uh, armrest? Yeah, obviously, because you get a little bit closer. But then if you lean over, your shoulder is in the the risen drink holder. So it's like digging in. But then if he puts his arm around you, then his arm hurts. But then you don't want to just hold hands because that's sweaty. So overall, I don't know what the answer is, but I just thought I'd talk about it. Okay. We've got more screenshots. Oh, these are some, these are some good ones. Okay. So the first one she sent me, apparently I must've missed some of these like dating app, uh, what's it called? Updates. Because I did, I did do dating apps, but I only did Tinder. And you guys have like, like eight now that you use. So one of these you like go through and do a little, they ask you questions. So this guy's answer to a question that says, here's a, that says, sorry, a social cause I care about. His answer, girls with guns. That's his answer. Does he know what a social cause is? Like, does he know that girls with guns is not not a thing? I'm not a gun person, okay? We don't have to get into this. I just, on a very personal, Maddie level, I just don't like guns. I don't want one. I've never shot one. They don't interest, interest me, and they make me kind of uncomfortable. If guns are your thing, sure, that's that's you. Do you live your life? I'm not a gun person. So I have a really hard time understanding the passion for guns. I, I'm just, I'm not there on it. But, you know, live your life. But hey, uh, Mike, girls with guns, not real. That is not what the question meant, okay? Okay, 
So this next one, I got a bunch of screenshots for, and I just had to sum this up because it was a lot. So pretty much this girl went on a date with a guy or met or matched with him on something. He pretty much just started trolling her. He started saying, like messaging her saying how ugly she was, you know, no wonder she's single, blah, blah, blah. Just like being a douche, like for no reason. But here's the kicker. He put her number on Craigslist with (laughs) basketball tickets (laughs) and her number. And the bio says, thought I could get a date for tonight's game, but I'm ugly and no one likes me. He put that on the internet with her phone number so that people would call her, like blow up her phone trying to buy these tickets. Are you kidding me? How low does your self-esteem have to be that you have the thought to troll somebody this hard? Like that is that is just somebody who's, I, I don't even know. That has literally nothing to do with this girl. That is just a dude who's insecure because also I've seen this girl and she's beautiful. So anyways, I'll go to a jazz game with you. Okay, let's go on to the next. She says, this guy's name was, I'll change it, uh, 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 Brad. This guy's name was Brad. I honestly don't remember which dating app he was on, but let's just say Bumble because that sounds right. We say hi to each other and then he starts to tell me about how we need to go on a date to Jamba Juice because they have this smoothie called Banana Berry and it's delicious. He goes on to explain how Banana Berry combos are just so much better than strawberry banana combos. In his attempt to excite me over this flavor, he begins to relate a banana berry smoothie to humans. If they were a couple, they'd be a lesbian couple. One mom would be the super comforting, warm-hearted, oh wait, I lost my warm-hearted, loving parent, and the other mom would be the more strict one that ensures the chores get done around the house. That sounds great. (laughs) Sounds great to me. He then says, like, I imagine Banana Berry being that cute couple that walks through the park and holds hands when they're super old. I want to be that type of couple and have that sort of love Banana Berry has. I mean, does he have a point? Does he have a point? I mean, let's just let's just say, does he have a point? I think that sounds like a phenomenal pairing, a great couple. I mean, I don't really know what I would say if somebody on a random date said that to me, but I've sat with this one for a few minutes and I I might agree. I might agree with him. Okay, another screenshot. Oh, I love these. Okay, so she's talking about some pictures that she has. He must have complimented her because the last message I see from her says, you are so kind. The next message is saying, oh, cool. I enjoyed taking long exposure pictures of waterfalls. I agree. Hikes with a reward are the best. I also only go on hikes that are no more than five miles round trip. I haven't been to those places yet. Wait, I like to go on hikes that are like no more than five miles round trip. Yeah, okay. I agree. Five miles is like way too long. The next message from him, of course, I'm glad I swiped up on you, but to be honest, I was questioning my decision for a few seconds at first. Hope this doesn't sound weird, but it was due to seeing hair on your arms. But in the end, that should be the least of my worries. You seem like an awesome person so far. What? The hair on her arms bothered you? Let's see your prize winning arms, Dan. Not his name, obviously. I always clarify that it's not their name. I never say real names. Like, first of all, we're mammals. We have hair on our whole body. Even on the places we don't have hair, we have hair. Like, we have peach fuzz everywhere. Like, does anybody not have hairy arms? I have pretty hairy arms, actually, now that I'm looking at it. 
I don't know. I've literally never put one second of thought into my arm hair. Never. So, uh, yeah, not a good reason. Like, not a good reason to swipe a left or down or whatever, but also just like a really terrible conversation starter. Like, never say that. Never say you were questioning your decision on swiping on a person because of any physical feature. That's, uh, no. Okay. She says, I was 19, freshly independent, and I was trying out Tinder. I had been talking to a boy who seemed fairly normal for a couple weeks. Seemed is all caps, which means this is about to get wild. He wanted to finally meet in person, so we decided to meet slash drive to the middle of where we both live. Not my brightest moment, as it was close to 11 p.m., and I told my mom I was going out for some Taco Bell. That's okay. I hope you're going to a public place. Um, we met at a model airplane park. Okay. I don't know what that is. Model airplane park? Like you build models of airplanes? Uh, and they talked for a while. It was clear he wanted to kiss me, but it was a hard pass. Later, he said he wanted to do something crazy, and he came up with trading clothes. He wanted to know how it felt to wear leggings. Well, don't boys wear leggings? Matt wears leggings to the gym, like under shorts, right? Is that a thing? I felt spontaneous, and I thought, why not? I wore his sweats and Mr. Rogers' sweater while he insisted on putting on my leggings and my Victoria's Secret sweatshirt. Weird, but it mostly ended there, and we were still friends on Snapchat when I moved away to college. And I came to found, find out that he lives in the exact same complex next to, in the complex next to mine, sorry. He wanted me to come over to his place again at like 1030 at night. I didn't want to lose my parking spot, so I walked over to his house. Weird detail, but good for you. <laughs> uh, he was so secretive about me being there, so we watched a movie in his room, and I couldn't leave till his roommates went to sleep. I ended up falling asleep, that is, until I felt a warm sensation in my belly button. I woke up to him jabbing his tongue into my belly button and licking my stomach. I pushed him away, but couldn't leave yet because his stupid roommate was asleep on the couch. No, you no. I, I then pretended I was asleep, hoping he would follow suit. Oh, wait. Next thing I know, he was laying with his head at my feet, sucking on my toes. Okay. Let me just say a couple things. If you're into belly buttons, if you're into licking stomachs, if you're into sucking toes, wonderful. That's a great, that's great. I'm really happy for you. Doing anything, anything to somebody against their will, like licking them without asking, is illegal. I am almost positive that's illegal. Like I am almost 110 per like I'm a hundred percent sure it's illegal but I'm almost 110 percent sure it's illegal that's how that's how confident I am um yeah I I am not a foot gal myself um I did not marry a foot person I also have bunions so I don't think that this guy would like me was that necessary info? No, but there it is. Um, yeah, maybe after the licking the belly button thing. How gross are belly buttons, first of all? I think they are. I think they are vomit. I do not like them at all. They gross me out. But that was the time you should have left. I don't care who's asleep on the couch. I don't care. I do not care who's asleep on the couch. If you wake up to somebody licking your torso, you run away. You run away. Okay. Next story. 
So I don't know why I had the idea that if you use Tinder, you were weird or desperate. Well, I had just moved about a month before and I thought, okay, everybody does it. I might as well. So I downloaded it and matched with a few guys, but it didn't go anywhere with any of them. I decided to to delete the app shortly after. Fast forward a few days later, I was going out with some friends and they invited a guy they knew. We were out eating and the topic of Tinder got brought up. I was going on and on about how lame Tinder is and how I've never had it and I would never get it. I don't know why I was acting so cool and thinking I was above Tinder. Finally, the guy that my friends bring along goes, wait, you look really familiar. And I'm like, what? No, I don't. He proceeded to pull out his phone, opens Tinder and pulls out that he and I matched. I wanted to die after I was just bashing Tinder and said I'd never had it. Needless to say, it was really embarrassing and I never hung out with him again. Oh, that is, oh my gosh, I just had an inspiration. We got to do it. Okay, we got to do an episode on lies you were caught in. The worst lies you've ever been caught in. Yes. Okay, let me put this in my notes. Moving right along. She says, this is my favorite weird date story. Back in 2011, I was pretty new to where I was living and decided to try a dating site since I was bored and had nothing better to do. I went out with this guy twice and the second date was at his house, more of a hang than a date. Whatever. During this, I asked him to tell me a secret. I'm kind of obsessed with knowing people's secrets. And also, I think you can learn a lot about a date from asking this question. Sure. I agree. His answer blew me away. Literally the weirdest possible answer. He was best friends with Satan before he was born. That was his secret. He believed that he was such good friends with the devil that he could not resist sin and he had no control over his actions. I was getting freaked out, but I had to keep my cool since I was at his house and he was obviously crazy. Furthermore, he said that he'd only told a couple of people this ever, but nobody ever remembered this information when he'd tell them. They would magically forget and would have no memory of it. I made an excuse that validated his crazy so I could be safe and get out of there as fast as I could. Okay. Um, This is not a rule that I thought I would need to tell you guys. But if you're on a date and he says he's best friends with the devil, I'm going to go ahead and call that a flaming red flag. Okay. Leave immediately. Uh, Set up a GoFundMe for that dude's therapy. Okay. Uh, okay, somebody sent me a screenshot of a of a bio, and it says it's also the same name as one of my ex boyfriends, and I kind of am like stressed about it. I kind of think it's him. <laughs> Just kidding, I know it's not, but it says his bio says lover of life and the Lord, looking for someone who is kind, loving, and bubbly. I'm a traditional man with traditional values. <laughs> I don't mesh well with sassy or sarcastic women. That is, those are the only women I mesh with. The sassier, the better. The more attitude, ooh, I'm into that. If you can't handle a sassy or sarcastic woman, that might be that might be a personal problem. That might be something, that might be a little bit of a, a masculinity complex that you have. Okay, um, here we go, right into the next one. She says, oh, this is a good one. I have several stories, but I'll stick to the worst of the worst. I was talking to this guy on a dating app and we had a lot in common. The conversations were great and I was kind of excited. He never gave me any indication that he was a weirdo, so I agreed when he asked me to FaceTime. As soon as the call connected, I instantly noticed that he wasn't wearing a shirt. I asked him why he wasn't wearing a shirt and he said, I just wanted to be comfortable. Weird, but okay. After that, he used his phone to scan down his body and he was completely naked. 
I was like, whoa, man, what are you doing? He said, what, are we not doing this? And I said, are we not doing what? He said, oh, come on, don't act like you don't want, don't act like you don't want this. That's what, that's what a predator says. Um, I said, I certainly did not want this. And I don't think anything I ever said should have led you to believe otherwise. Then I said, by the way, you should not be proud of what you're working with. Then I hung up. <laughs> oh, that's good. That was a good move. That was a very good move. See, these are the guys that get bailed on and they're like, girls are just mean. Girls are so rude. It's like, no, maybe you're a psycho. Okay. She says, I went on a date with a boy I had matched with on Tinder. Okay. Let me give some backstory to this one because I try and make these like universally understand, standable, understandable um, because some people don't. Anyways, there's listeners from all over the place. So I just want to make it clear. So in here in Utah, um, in Salt Lake, there's a place called Temple Square. They do a bunch of Christmas lights. They do like a nativity around Christmas, whatever. It's like a really popular date date destination. So she says it was Christmas time and they went to Temple, Temple Square to see the lights. If you've been, you know, there's a little reenactment of the nativity scene. As we were, okay, hold on. <laughs> I need to, before I continue, I mean, this one's, this one's a little bit more graphic than the other ones. Mom, dad, don't listen. Brothers, don't listen. Uh, if you've been there, you know there is a little reenactment of the nativity scene. As we were watching the nativity, he stood behind me and wrapped his arms around me, kind of like we were a standing spooning position. I didn't think anything of it until I felt him moving on me a little weirdly. In the middle of the nativity, he goes, we need to go now. I thought it was a strange he wanted to leave right in the middle of the reenactment, but I agreed. As we were walking back to his car... I noticed a large, wet spot on his pants. I immediately knew exactly what had happened. He, um, okay, let's see. How do I phrase this with those of you that are listening with kids in the car? Um, he accomplished a certain physical per performance while watching the birth of baby Jesus reenactment. Okay. That's what he did. He hugged her. He uh, finished something while watching the nativity scene. Do you pick up what I'm putting down? Yes, you are because you're smart, and I know what you, I know that you are. Um, uh, I I don't even know what to do with that information. I don't know what to do with that thought. I don't know. I don't know really how to process it. But uh, yeah, so. There's that. She goes on. He was awkwardly trying to cover the spot so I wouldn't say, but oh, did I notice. The vibe was so uncomfortable or some, so uncomfortable, and neither of us knew what to do or to say. He asked if we could get hot chocolate. When we got there, he went straight to the bathroom. When he came out, uh, it was bigger before. It was bigger than before. And he said, oh, man, the sink sprayed all over me. <laughs> it happens all the time since I'm so tall. He was six seven, but what? That doesn't happen. I knew it was a cover up, but I just went along with it. I didn't tell anyone this story for years because honestly, it took me that long to process. So, um, yeah, mm, yeah. I don't, mm, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with this. I don't know how I would react. I don't know how to process that for you. Uh, she does end with hopefully he's doing well and has built a little more endurance. Yeah, I would say that he needs to work on that. Um, oh my gosh. Okay, let's get into this. La Here's this last screenshot and then let's talk about something else. Uh, or let's talk about, I just have a couple things I want to say about dating apps. So the screenshot, 
She says, I like chat on here for a little bit first. My screening process, I guess you could. Oh, I like to chat on here for a little bit first. My screening process, I guess you call it. So she's saying that to him. Like, I like to talk to somebody before I meet them. She says, or he says, you're not in good shape to demand. Sorry. She says, excuse me, what's that supposed to mean? He says, you're not model looking. Haha. Why must I bother with your screening process? She says, so a girl has to be a model to be treated decently and feel safe. He says, you're no diva. You have no leverage to demand or make rules. Ha, 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 ha. And she says, well, I'm a human being and I deserve respect. I hope you can wise up and learn to treat people better. Good for you. I'm glad. He says, I'm a human being. I'm not an, I'm an, I'm, I am not an item at a supermarket to be screened. That's not what a screening process is, you idiot. He says, I am wise not to waste my time. You're too hefty. I should be screening you. How much do you weigh? A few hours later, he says, hi, 400 pounds. I quit. I quit. I quit life. I quit it all. I quit this. I quit stories. I quit all of it. I mean, she did send me the screenshot with this guy's face and picture. I feel like that was maybe not the best move because I might... I might pay this guy a little visit, if you know what I mean. Um, so let's let's talk about this for a second. First of all, nobody ever gets to comment on your body at, at any point, at any anything. Nobody in their nobody. There's no reason why anyone should comment on how you look. Okay, let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. Now let's talk about dating apps in general, how to be safe. I like that girl's rules that she does not get in their car and she does not go to the mountains. I think she had another one, like she doesn't go to their apartment or something, which obviously all great rules. Also, I don't hate dating apps. I know that this episode we've been like bashing the bad side of dating apps, which of course there is a terrible side to dating apps, but a lot of people meet, it's, I don't think it's that bad, especially with COVID and quarantine. Like it's not that weird. It is not weird to meet somebody on a dating app. So don't, don't feel weird about it, but definitely, oh, how about some pet? Let's talk about some dating app pet peeves. Okay. Number one, guys, listen up. Stop posting pictures of fish. Stop, stop it. Stop. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about your fish. She doesn't want to go fishing with you. If that's like something you need to tell somebody like much further down the line. Like you do not need to post pictures of fish. Second of all, don't post pictures with your hotter friends. Okay. It's not going to get you a swipe right or swipe down or up or left or whatever the good one is because people are going to see that and then they're going to say that guy's hot and then they're going to swipe to the, they're going to go to your next picture and they're going to be like, crap, it was his friend and they're going to swipe left. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. Okay. Don't do it. Um, those are some of my number ones. Let me know what your, uh, dating app, spray, <laughs> I almost said spray tans cause I'm reading the word spray tan. Uh, let me know what your biggest pet peeves are. I feel like those are, those were mine when guys were hot with their hotter friends or when they had pictures of fish, pictures holding fish. I don't want it. I don't want it. Okay. That does it for our dive into the worst parts of humanity, aka men on dating apps. Thank you for listening. Remember to rate and review. Did I already say that? Probably. Anyways, love you all. I love you more than life. Uh, you are, you complete me, if you will. Uh, I will talk to you guys next week. Be safe. Uh, I am going out of town. I'm COVID negative and going out of town. So I will. 
I don't know why. I just felt like I needed to check in with you guys and let you know that. <laughs> like you guys are my like roommates and I'm like, hey, I'm going to be out of town just so you know, like my door is going to be locked. Like don't try and eat my food. You know, I'm going to be gone. So I love you all. Be safe. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>